What's good football fans and welcome back to another video and you know today I wanted to come on and talk a little bit about the Redskins biggest positions of need. Now mind you there's going to be several other topics that we're going to go over as we go into the offseason and head towards the draft and free agency and all that good stuff and to be honest our position of needs list is actually something that's hard to gauge at this point but taking a look at what contracts we do have on the books and what situations all sit at um, i believe that offensive tackle and tight end are the two biggest needs this team has now you have to factor in the vernon davis his contract is over and he's getting on up there in years and you have to factor in the fact that jordan reed is you know Injury prone at this point. I don't really like to use those words because I love Jordan Reed and what he brings to an offense. I mean, it really it really gets me, you know, in the feels to have to talk about getting rid of Jordan Reed. But the contract that he brings to the table at this point is just something that we can't, you know, chance leaving him on the roster at 10 million a year you know we already did this for a couple years now especially last year when he didn't play at all uh, and the bad part was is he was injury free for the first time heading into the offseason and then got a freaking concussion and the uh in one of the preseason games and missed the whole year and you know in all we figured out that jeremy sprinkle is not the future um, if he is, he'll have to have a miraculous turnaround. And Hale Hintges, I believe is how you pronounce his name. Um, he's still set on a three-year deal with us. Maybe he could be a decent two in the long run. I don't know, maybe. Who knows how that could turn out. I would feel more comfortable if we were to maybe step into the free agency kind of thing and get us a tight end and also draft one. Um, I also believe that maybe we should think about moving on from Morgan Moses. I know some people get worried when I start using those words, you know, moving on from a perennial right tackle starter and Morgan Moses. But hear me out. Walk with me for a second. He makes $6.5 million a year, and he gets all types of flags and just, I mean, it's just, it's, it's bad, y'all. And he gets beat quite a bit, too. Now, I will tell you that on the upside of things, he doesn't miss any games, and he is a warrior. He will play through a lot of injuries. There's no doubt in that. I just, you know, I, I don't know, man. It's, it's time for me, in my opinion, to rebuild this whole tackle position. And you don't know what Trent is really going to do at this point. You know, I'd really like to say I wish that Trent Williams would be able to step back into the equation and be the old Trent, but thing is, we don't really know what Trent we'd be getting anyway because he's getting older. I mean, we obviously already all know that Trent Williams is a complete beast, but the option, you know, being out there, maybe trading him for another player and a pick or just some picks, you know, would be kind of inviting to me at this point. Now, we've gone through a whole year of waiting to do anything with him. So I wouldn't be happy with just jumping on the first bid either. Like, you know, the first person offers something once we could trade him and we just jump on it. I don't want to get into that either, but it'd be nice to maybe get, you know, something, some sort of draft pick that we could use, you know, in return. 
And I feel like we have to take a running back. We have to. There's no way around it. You know, we all wanted Geis. We all fell in love with him being the next thing, maybe. You know, we wanted him to prove it to us, and then he got hurt. And then he came back, and we thought he proved it to us, and then he got hurt again. You know, and at some points, you have to worry about what his longevity is going to be. You know, AP, I love AP. I, I love AD. I love all day. I love Adrian Peterson. Whatever you want to call the man, I love what he brings to the table. I felt like he should have been on the uh, the all-time 100 list or whatever. I felt like they kind of they should they shouldn't have left him off of there. I, th- I thought that was wrong. But AP is getting old. I mean, he's going to be 35 years old. I mean, he's already old for a running back. He's ancient at this point. I know I heard him say he wants to play a lot more years. Well, if that be the case, then he could be the secondary back. Okay. Chris Thompson is a free agent. Now, we've been able to either get him on a restricted deal or we've been able to, to sign him to a smaller you know, deal that was kind of team-friendly before. At this point, you know, it's the option is there for him to test free agency. Now, if he were to take less and want to stay home and give them a stay-at-home, you know, kind of, friendly kind of deal then i don't really see that happening but i guess it could but i could see him overcome by the emotion you know you know especially at the end of the season so i don't know which direction that that's going to head in but we do have bryce love who's coming back from uh, from injuries you know i I was talking to a couple people in comments about him the other day i still have yet to have seen an update on how he's doing since he had the final surgery. Although the beat guys were all, you know, kind of convinced that he was going to be back between now and springtime and that the last procedure was just to speed up his recovery, whatever that means. But anyway, the the running back position is just, I feel like we have to draft someone and it might be time to finally draft someone in the upper rounds instead of grabbing somebody in in the back rounds. I don't know. I don't know how that's going to all fall in, into the game. I know that they like to take the fifth round guys, you know, the fourth round guys, and, and, and kind of build from from that way. Also know that you know we've got a, some different pieces in the building as far as front office people who are going to be making the decisions this time. So I'm not completely sure yet how that's all going to work out, but. We're definitely going to talk more about that in future videos. Um, but I also feel like on that list, you got to look at the center position and the guard position and see where we're at there. You know, I like Chase Roulier. He signed for two more years, but where do we go after that? You know, um, he's not an over-the-top kind of guy, but like I said before, I like what he brings. So in my opinion, it's something to think about. Now, I know that Gruden and Callahan liked to bring in guys who played guard who could also play center. I don't know if that's something that Rivera and his guys will do the same of, but we'll have to see, you know, the way that they go in the direction, how all that works out. You know, I like Wes Martin, so I'm hoping that they find a way to to keep him and work him into the mix. And, um, you know, we'll see how that works. I know that the defense is going to be ushering in a new system, so... I believe the linebacker position could be one that we need to revisit. You know, I was impressed last year about how the wide receivers really stepped up down the, you know, down the stretch. We had three rookie receivers with a rookie quarterback there at the end. I think it's the first time it's happened since the, like the late 70s or something. And all of them brought something. 
In my opinion, we all know that Terry McLaurin is, you know, an unbelievable wide receiver. I I hope that we have the opportunity to lock him up long-term and keep him in burgundy and gold forever. Also hope that uh, Kelvin Harmon and Steven Sims Jr. continue to make, you know, their, their strides forward. I believe Steven Sims Jr. has, you know, untapped potential at this point. Looking at him on the game film, folks, he jumps out. I mean, he's all over the place. That guy is a target waiting to happen in the offense, and I can't wait to see us utilize him more. But I'm going to go ahead and say it. We have youth and no experience, and, 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 and you know, I don't know if, if that means Rivera might go out and try to bring a, um, a veteran guy in. Maybe he goes and looks for one of his guys, a former Panther Something to that nature. I don't know. I don't know. You know, I, I feel like we've got enough youth now that maybe we shouldn't, you know, waste a draft pick on another receiver. I know a lot of people are looking at receivers in the draft. And, you know, I know that that's normal when we've gone so long without receivers. But we have youth and no experience. So maybe Rivera looks for a veteran guy. I feel like, you know, cornerback and, and safety could be in the mix as well. You know, and I know that there's a few guys, as I was just talking about, that Rivera really likes probably that are going to come from from Carolina. And we're going to see kind of a rush of of maybe a a couple guys coming from that direction. Maybe even the guy who replaced Josh Norman, maybe even coming in free agency, maybe James Bradbury. Hmm, that'd be interesting. Or how about Trey Boston, who, uh, who me and a couple of the other video makers here on YouTube actually kind of wondered why we didn't sign last offseason. Uh, Trey Boston at safety, that wouldn't be that bad. I know that everybody's going to say, well, don't we have Monte Nicholson? We do. The thing is, you know, has Monte really shown enough to where we say that he is our future starter? It seems like there's always problems with communication on the back end. And I know that it looks like it's Josh Norman a lot of times. But what if it's Josh Norman and Monte? Just food for thought. I know we have Nicholson under contract for a couple years. All I'm trying to say is it's interesting to see. So in my opinion, tight end, offensive tackle, cornerback, running back, linebacker, safety, and then wide receiver. I absolutely hate the fact that Brandon Sheriff and Eric Flowers are both unsigned. Those were our, our starters last year. Now, mind you, we didn't have the greatest season in the world from our offensive line. But Eric Flowers was probably the most improved player on our team. And Brandon Sheriff was easily our best lineman, I guess you'd say. They both should have been re-signed already. But here we are. We have, you know, I believe in excess $40 million already on the cap. Um, And I believe that there's, you know, it's going to be more when we release a couple of other players. So those two guys should be signed. I'm actually going to talk more about Sheriff in in a coming video. Um, and then you look at the tackle position, and you know that Donald Penn's not coming back. And you know Jerron Christian isn't really what you want him to be coming into year three. You know, at this point, is Jerron Christian really what you want at all? Um, yeah. And I know that some people are going to point at the fact that Dwayne Haskins is the only quarterback on the roster that's actually cleared to be able to play. I'm going to talk a little bit more about Alex Smith, too, in the coming days. But it's just all things food for thought. And, you know, we got a long off-season process going to happen here. Um, 
do me a favor. If any of you guys got any ideas of people coming up on free agency that we should take a look at, or if you think about anything that I've talked about in this video you want to comment on, just let me know below. And um, I'd like to hear your opinions, you know. Uh, maybe even hit that thumbs up on, on, on the way out before you take off or whatever. But uh, that's about all I got. Hail to the Redskins, y'all. Peace.